Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. This is going to be a really quick show. KM to 2 a.m. on the fan. Your boy Keith McPherson after Monday Night Football. What a game. My cousin Evan won it. You know, when he missed that first one that doinked off, I'm like, Evan, come on. You're supposed to be Money Mac. You're not making us look good down there. That's where the fam is from. Evan McPherson is from Florida, University of Florida. I'm not from Florida, but that's where my granny stay. That's where I used to spend summers as a kid growing up. First football game I ever saw was right down there at Alltel Stadium. When they were an expansion team and they were giving out free tickets. Rami Lavi out of here. What up, Rami? Peace, Rami. Peace, Pauly. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I'm trying to do an open here. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville. First place I ever saw a football game. Pretty sure it was Atlanta versus Jacksonville. Oh, we got to talk about this game tonight. How about the game tonight? Bengals win 34-31. to 31. Jake Browning, California State legend. Jake Browning, undrafted out of the University of Washington. When I was on Friday, we watched University of Washington go out on top as the Pac-12 will be dissembled. I was mad at myself for not taking at least five minutes to talk about the farewell of the Pac-12. I was so wrapped up in the hot stove stuff. We're probably going to table that for tonight. I have a five-hour show coming up at 7 p.m. Good morning, good morning. Yes, it's already Tuesday. But I was mad at myself for the weekend. I was like, man, I just assume people know, but that would have been a whole thing to talk about with Bo Nix versus Michael Penix. I got so wrapped up in their future as potential quarterbacks that could be drafted by either New York team, the Jets and the Giants will get there in a minute. I forgot to mention, like, hey, Washington getting in, and for those of you that watch college football, they made the right decision, and we're not going to debate it tonight. I know someone's going to call and say, but Florida State, I grew up as a Florida State football fan, rooting for Chris Chris Winkie, Peter Warwick, uh, Chris Nix, Xavier Lee, like I, I I grew up rooting for those guys, but they didn't deserve to be in. I get I I get it. They, they, that's the wrong way to like word it. They deserve to be in because they were undefeated. But when you watch their games without Jordan Travis, they were not one of the best four teams left. It was a business move. Okay, back to the Monday Night Football game. 
That was riveting. That was a really good game on a Monday night. That was one of the best primetime games. Might That's definitely the best Monday night game. Might be the best primetime game out of Monday night, Sunday. I fell asleep on the game last night, knew the Chiefs were going to lose. But people are still telling me, oh, the Chiefs are favored to come out of the, NFC, uh, the AFC. Yeah, it's easy for you to say that because they go to the Super Bowl, but not this year. They got too wrapped up in the Taylor Swift hype. Travis Kelsey is falling off a cliff. The Packers, the Pack, go Pack, go. Guess where they're coming? In a week from right now, we'll be talking about what happens in MetLife Stadium when they face the Giants. Who are the Giants going to start at quarterback? 877-337-6666. Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito? Are they trying to win or are they not really trying to win? Y'all going to be mad at me talking about a sleeveless, a cutoff, a A-shirt, a beater, a tank? Dare I say tank? Davis? Tank Bigsby? Tank Dell? They should still tank out. Stick with the local kid. Tommy D. Tommy Cutlets. What's Tyrod mean to you? I don't care what you paid him. I don't care that he's got way more experience than Tommy DeVito. We want to see our guy. He's Italian. Anyway, Monday Night Football comes on, and they're talking to Doug Peterson. And, you know, he's saying that he showed the clip to his team, the, the like, promo for Monday night. He wants them to know what it means, right, to play on Monday night. They're at home, so they're all fired up. Man, that game had so many things in it. Bogus penalties. Of course the NFL is bogus. Turnovers. Points scored, field goals missed, opportunities, you know, not taken advantage of. Evan Ingram scored a touchdown finally. Good for him. But the biggest theme is the backup quarterback. All roads lead back to the Jets. (laughs) It's hilarious how we watch other NFL teams play. And it seems like they're playing a different sport. When you watch the Jets play, it's like they're playing JV football. Maybe the same sport, but a way lower level of football at least on the offensive side of the ball. It's December, folks. It's December football time. Yeah, we've got the winter meetings. College basketball is already starting off kind of crazy. College football, the playoff is set you just heard me talking about. It's the most wonderful time. The in-season tournament is on. I haven't watched a second of it. I care about it. The fans seem to care about it. Rami and Paulie were just showing me, yo, it was lit in a uh, TD Garden and out there in, in Sacktown. They're excited about it too. Good. Seems like the product is working. The plan is working. But we got to talk about the Jets here. It's over. Are we done? Are we done with the Aaron Rodgers conversation now? We're done. I told you on Friday we'd be done after they lost that game to the Falcons. Which they should have won. They could have beat the Falcons. The Falcons aren't good. The Falcons playing outside of their dome. They didn't really have much going against that defense. It is a shame that that defense has been wasted back-to-back years. You know, watching the Jets on Sunday Funday is a Sunday Funday buzzkill. I'm having a good time watching Red Zone, watching other games. But, like, the fact that I have to watch the Jets, it's become a chore. It's like, okay, let me watch this game, take some notes. I got to talk about this on the fan. But as I'm watching, I'm like, for what? What what do we have to document? That they ran a flea flicker? That they got uh, Xavier Gibson the ball? That they targeted Garrett Wilson like a number one? That Timmy Boyle tried to spin it, but they benched him for Trevor Simeon? So it, it does not matter. J-E-T-S, just end the season. It was Cook four, four plays in, but we we played this whole game. We played this whole game of don't give up. Season's not over, even though the, the literal franchise put all their eggs in one Aaron Rodgers weak-ass basket. We still played along. 
And they had us for a second. They won three games in a row. They had us believing. Even me, I said, wow, what a nice story it'll be for Zach Wilson to write his name in the history books as the quarterback that ends the drought. 877-337-6666. Instead, there's a different story around Zach Wilson that came out today. There's a different story that he's got the pen to that he's writing now. Just when you thought it was over, the gift that keeps on giving or the curse that keeps on cursing. This is a nightmare. This is a scary movie. You can't this now now actually we're we're done. We're done ragging on Zach Wilson. So anyone that wanted to attack Zach Wilson today when the report came out and I, and I'll go find it for those of you that aren't on the internet as much that didn't quite catch it or whatever. But um it was my guy Zach Rosenblatt reporting and Diana Russini amplifying it. Let, let's go to Zach. Let's give Zach the love because he was on the show with me on Friday, and that's my dog. He's, he's the best. Let's let's read his tweet out loud, and then we'll go into the Zach Wilson conversation. We'll take a break, and we'll get the calls li- lined up. So when Diana Russini put it out there, she writes, I don't, I don't have the time to go back to his tweet, but I, I can write her, read her tweet. The Jets want to make a switch at QB. The team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over, but he is reluctant to stepping back in. Sources tell Zach Blatt and me the team is discussing next steps. More on The Athletic shortly. And I think that's pretty much what he probably had to say. Okay, here's his tweet. I, I get the sense the, Jet, the Jets are considering Zach Wilson again this season. The plan was to sit him the rest of the way, but the QB play has gotten worse without him. Wouldn't be surprising if Wilson started and then the rest comes out. Uh, this is what I'll say, folks. This is what I'll say. You heard on this station hashtag back Zach. Well, now I'm starting up hashtag push back Zach. You've ever been a disgruntled employee? You ever hear something going on at work that you didn't like? You ever sit through some meetings and some things and say, no, 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 I can't get jiggy with that. And so when you talk to your boss or your manager or the higher-ups, you push back. You say, no, 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 this doesn't sit right with me. I can't do this. This doesn't sit right with my spirit. Hashtag push back Zach. Zach Wilson is allowed to push back. We're not going to bash this young man. Diana Russini said, timeline of events we are reporting. Zach Wilson made clear to multiple members of the organization, players, staff, coaches, of his apprehensive or of his apprehension to start due to perceived injury risk, per sources. The conversations with Rodgers came as a result of Wilson's shared sentiments with others. And a young man writes under that, McVay AT. I got to give him credit. He says, Wilson has been sacked 38 times. That's third most in the NFL. He's only played 10 games. His team ranks 28th in rushing offense. His team has the league's lowest rushing TDs at three. He was benched for a 30-year-old dude who has four touchdowns and 14 turnovers in his career, 0-5 as a starter. What are we doing now? The Jets have run out of so many options. The ineptitude is ridiculous. Now we're putting this kid out there again. Now people are piling on saying he's unprofessional. He doesn't want it enough. Shame on him. He's a loser if he doesn't want to play. No, 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 no. I'm backing Zach now. Hashtag push back, Zach. Push back on your employer. Push back on this organization that was a loser before you got there. That was inept before you stepped foot in the building. That has had a history of being, oh, the pain. What a disaster before they called your name. 
on draft day. Then it came out that Rob Sala spoke and said, oh, no, you know, Zach Wilson unexpectedly walked into my office Monday and passionately asked to be reinstated as the Jets' starting quarterback. And he's still mulling his decision, Rob Sala. Of course he is, the all-knowing Rob Sala. Still mulling his decision over who's going to start for quarterback uh, for the Jets Sunday against the Texans, but he no longer has to worry. Wilson is checked out or worse, feeling spiteful after three benchings in two seasons. That's the narrative that came across today. And I said, you know what? I'm going to defend Zach Wilson tonight. Enough piling on this kid. Enough bashing this kid. I'm going to speak as if I'm Zach Wilson in that building, in that organization. Speaking to Rob Sala. Rob Sala says, Zach, hey, can you step into my office? Zach says, hey, what's going on, coach? Say, listen, we tried the Timmy Boyle thing. They told us Timmy could spin it. That wasn't true. We had our choice to sign one quarterback off the street this year. When Aaron Rodgers went down, we knew we needed another arm. We elected to sign Trevor Simeon. We've benched you three times. We've dragged you through the mud, I know. But we're calling on you again. We can't lose out like we did last year. We can't absolutely nosedive and lose all the rest of the games like we did last year. We need to win. And we know that you're more athletic. We know that you have a better arm. We know that you can make some plays. So what do you say to taking back your starting quarterback job? Here's Zach coming in. Uh, Coach, with all due disrespect, no. Hell no. The answer is, nah, homie, I'm done. You're going to bench me and unbench me and unbench me and bench me and unbench me again? (laughs) Make me the scapegoat? I'm tired of being the whipping boy. You're going to bench me and unbench me? My name is Zach, not Mac. Who do you think I am, Mac Jones? Who do you think you are, Bill Belichick? (laughs) You're not Bill Belichick. You're a terrible head coach. Look at your record. Your record as a head coach, you should be fired. You should be gone. You're not throwing me under the bus. Nope. Nope. Aren't you guys drafting a quarterback next year? Once we lose out and lose all these games, you're going to have a top 10 pick for sure. Locked in. Maybe even top five. I'm done here. I'm not saving your ass again. I'm not helping you compete and potentially win another game so they can say, look at the head coach motivating these guys. I'm not risking injury for this. So I can be hurt like Aaron. This year was supposed to be different. Speaking of Aaron, he was supposed to play. I was supposed to watch and learn under him as a coach, as a mentor. Because there's no actual coaches around here. There's nobody to mentor me around here since I walked in here from Utah. I'm done, coach. I heard what people are saying. That this is going to hurt my chances in the NFL moving forward. Nothing can hurt my chances in the NFL any more than what you guys did to me. So say I'm hurt, because I am hurt. My heart is hurt. My head hurts, too. I can't do this anymore. So tell them whatever you want, because I know that this won't hurt me moving forward. I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Rob Sala is going to say, well, Zach, it's your job. You know, we're paying you to do a job here. And this is a team. This is a team game. And you got to do what we ask you, whether it's practice reps, whether it's being inactive like you were last year, whether it's being the third-string guy dressed, right? We promise you something. We know you're done here. We know you're finished here. But after this year, we'll trade you or cut you, and the nightmare will end. And Zach says, are you serious? You sure I'm done? I'm out after this? 
You sure? He said, I don't know if I can trust that. I don't know if I can trust that. This one is different, Coach. I'm pushing back. Hashtag push back, Zach. I'm pushing back for my personal brand, for my family. I don't want to play. I don't want the ball. No good will come from this. Well, Zach, what if we sweeten the deal for you? You do this for the next few weeks. Every week after the game, we'll set you up with some Cougar MILFs, some nice ones too, North Jersey Cougar MILFs. Fine. It is what it is. I mean, I'm here anyway. You said Cougar Mills? How old? Over 40? Over 40. You got it, son. All right, I'm in. It is what it is. I know Tim Boyle sucks. I know Trevor Simeon sucks. I want the ball. It doesn't matter. We're not going to win. And now when I throw interceptions or fumble, what? it's done. Cougar Mills, you're going to trade me, release me after this season. All right, you got a deal because I can't do this again another year. 877-337-6666. Hashtag push back Zach KM to 2 a.m. returns right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. And tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night, man, there's only really one guy that I can give this to. It's Jake Browning. Who? Jake Browning. 32 of 37 for 354 yards, one rushing touchdown. Bro, like, was anybody betting on this guy to come in there and do that tonight? I don't think so. Not against the first place Jaguars. Anyway. The biggest thing that you can take from this is that Zach Taylor and the Bengals, they didn't quit. They lost the highest paid player in the NFL. They didn't quit. They lost their quarterback. They didn't quit. I mean, Trevor Simeon was in camp with these guys. They cut him. They went and got A.J. McCarron, who was playing for the St. Louis Battlehawks in the uh, XFL. Jake Browning beat those guys out, an undrafted quarterback from the University of Washington. This kid holds all of the California state records. And you know what? He was cool, calm, and collected tonight. And what I love to see was that they were motivated around him. Their defense was flying around. Those guys were hitting. They do have Jamar Chase over there still. They do have Joe Mixon over there still. They did establish the run game. 
with Chase Brown gashing them as well for a 31-yard run, 61 on the night. What I'm saying, folks, is that they have real coaches and players over there. And they didn't decide to lay down because they're down to Jake Browning, their backup quarterback. They're right in the middle of the AFC wildcard hunt. And they ran every play in the playbook. I don't know why, but they had Tyler Boyd throw a pass, picked Jamar Chase throw a pass because they're trying to win. They have nothing to lose. They're deep in their bag of tricks. They're running every formation, every motion. There was a part of the game where I was tweeting. I was like, oh, interesting how this guy is not to the level yet to get the right protection in front of him to call out the protection every time he sees a play. So they're running a lot of six-man protections for him. Five guys up front keeping a tight end or running back in there to give Jake Browning time. That is strategy. That is coaching. That is preparation. That's what you do in the NFL. Jets. All right. Casamigos, big shot of the night. Jake Browning and the Bengals. They did what they had to do around that guy to be prepared to win. That the, that Jags team, that defense is not a pushover. That Jags team just beat the Texans. That Jags team had like a five-game win streak. That Jags team had a playoff win last year. I know. Trevor Lawrence went down, Keith. That was a big part of the game, too. C.J. Beathard, their backup quarterback, had to finish the game. But you know what? They were right there in the game. When they tied it up 28-28, I, I thought, oh, they'd be up if Evan McPherson didn't miss that kick. They mix it up. They throw to the tight ends. They have him hitting so many different targets. As I'm looking at this uh, box score, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different guys catching a pass. Make that eight because Jake Browning caught one for minus seven. Multiple formations, just doing what you got to do and not saying, oh, well, I guess we're getting nothing out of our backup quarterback. What have I been saying all year? If you don't have two You don't have one in this NFL. And this year, more than ever, where we saw Tommy DeVito become the 10th rookie starting quarterback in the NFL, this year, more than ever, going off of last year when we saw Josh Johnson enter the NFC Championship for Brock Purdy, going into this year, more than ever, you should have had a backup quarterback, number two, ready to go. I rest my case. Josh Impasay, young Josh Young Josh on the fan, they're not even putting you up as Young Josh anymore. You're a grown man. You with us now. Yeah, Keith. How you doing? Yeah, man. I know. Puberty hit, and uh, I'm about to be in high school. Or I don't even know how old you are, Josh, but you're a grown man with us now. They don't even write Young Josh on the screen. Tenth grade. Tenth grade. Oh, you're already in high school. What do I know? First with the Bengals, Keith. Do you think they're a playoff team now? They'd make the wild card? I'm not going to say they're not after what I saw tonight. That kid balled. He had 350 yards passing. You know how hard it is? Like, Patrick Mahomes had 210 yards passing last night. Like, it's hard. When I bet these games every week, I'm like, who do I bet to bet to, to break 300-plus yards passing? Not everybody's doing it. CJ, Dak, not everybody's doing it. This guy went out there and balled tonight. So why why would I count the Bengals out? They're in the hunt. They're 6-6. Six and six. So are the Bills. It's pretty impressive. I mean, also, though, Jaguars are one of the worst pass defenses in the league, but... But it's he's an undrafted backup quarterback. The like, I don't care what anybody says. Somehow he went undrafted, but we see all these other highly touted quarterbacks. He got it done. Right, somebody you see him, you see uh CJ Bethard on the Jaguars go lead out of drive. See uh Dorian. Yeah, it makes you wonder when you watch the Jets, how come they can't score? Right, even the Giants have Tommy DeVito, Ty Taylor. Ta- Tommy DeVito guys, has more touchdowns well. than all the Jets backups combined. How come they can't score? 
but they still pick up first down. They're still at some points. It still looks like NFL football, Josh. When we watch the Jets, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this. I I have to for work. I don't know what's more painful, watching them or like the Broncos or like the Bears last year. Not, no, not last year's last year. I, I'd much rather watch the Bears now. I'd much rather watch the Broncos now. Hey, the Jets I, are the worst watch in the league. They're the worst team to have to watch. And I guess the Patriots. But watch, the Patriots will find a way to beat them at the end of the year. They beat them the first time. And um, if I was a Jets fan, but I'd be all for Zach Wilson to come back because he has his moments where he'll throw the pick or hold the ball too long. But at least sometimes, right when you run the two-minute drive, you can at least leave the ball. We can give their coaching staff and the head coach credit, Josh. They were right about that. Zach Wilson gives us the best chance to win. We said, hell no. That's not right. That can't be true. Anybody but Zach Wilson, they were right. That's the best quarterback that they have on that roster, which says a lot about the people that built that roster. And I know this was a while ago. People quick knowledge, and that's went over the magic. The they own the Magic. Team not in a row. The Magic are number two seed in the East. I was talking about it on Talking Nets. New episode of Talking Nets out now on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the Rico Bronya and listen to Talking Nets. Um, the Magic. I mean, you wish you could keep playing the Magic. Uh, someone in the chat said we won't play the Magic until February 27th. The Magic cannot match up against the Nets. I made a joke in, in the pod today. I'm like, maybe it's Jacques Vaughn. He played for the Magic. He coached the Magic. Maybe he's got some inside intel. Because they got nothing for the Nets. The Nets blow them out. Mikael Bridges had 26 in the first quarter. He outscored their whole team. I don't know what it is. The two games that the Orlando Magic have played against the Brooklyn Nets, they got nothing for them. Everybody else that they play, they got a little bit of energy. They got a few guys out there that can hoop. Not against the Nets. They're number two team in the in the East. They're 14 and 6. It's great to see Cam Thomas right back on it. I know he's struggling at the beginning of the game, but he came through towards the end. Passing and the ball. It feels like a complete team now. I don't. Whoa, the Nets are far from a complete team. Uh, no, not a complete team to compete. A complete team that it's like they're a team that could play, the team that could get the 6th, 7th seed. They can make a competitive game. You know what I said, too, on the podcast, which is going to piss us off as Nets fans? Right now, I believe they could have like 13 wins, maybe even 14, because they've lost some of those close games early. And when we get to the end of the season and they're a game or two out of the playoff or they're a game or two out of the plan. We're going to go back to these early wins in the se- in the beginning of the season when they were trying to find an identity, when Jacques Vaughn didn't know who to play, who to not play, what his rotations were, how to call a timeout, uh, what play to draw up. Cam Johnson, I-, I hate to throw him under the bus, but he's been on the wrong end of the end of two losses. That that uh, Hornets loss was terrible. You heard Evan Roberts say it was the worst loss of the season. I didn't want to speak on it today. And then the Cavs lost opening night. They should have beat Donovan Mitchell in the Cavs. He's trying to take a charge from Donovan Mitchell. Like, the Nets grind my gears in a different way, bro. We're back to the Nets being mid. And, like, they're going to lose some games this year that are just frustrating. It takes you back to the time before the KD and Kyrie era, which was frustrating in its own way. But at least you knew you were about to turn on the game. And KD and Kyrie go up for 30, 40, whatever. It's a different kind of feel. With this team, man, I, I don't know. But we don't have that much more time for this tonight. All right, Keith, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. 877-337-6666. I, I'm, I'm good on the talking Nets. I did a fresh talking Nets pod today. If you guys want extra Nets conversation, we got a nice little community on YouTube. Just search YouTube, talking Nets. Just search your podcast, talking Nets. We do at least an episode a week, and I'm trying to be enthused about the Brooklyn Nets, but I'm not. They're not a complete team. They're not a complete team that can compete in this East. They have some guys. They have some scrappy 
competitors, some dogs on the team, but I don't I don't know what they're gonna be this year. I really I really don't. We got a long way to go. Let's get back to the conversation at hand. Matt on Long Island. Matt, you're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing? Thanks I'm good. Thanks call. for calling, bro. What'd you see out there? Yeah, I just wanted to bring up some NFL. The Jets, I, too much. I don't, forget about them. I want an interesting game tonight. I want to bring up some three, a couple points. Yesterday, I don't know if you'll end the Kansas City Green Bay game for the officiating. No, I fell asleep and, on it. My son wore me out this weekend. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it. Mahomes was going for a first down. Clearly hit inbounds, legal hit. I mean, I get it to Mahomes, but it's a legal hit and one to call. And I don't know if you saw the Marco Jellis family pass interference. It the who, the who pass interference? The Marquez Jellis family pass interference in the game late last night. No, but I, I'm sure it's bogus. That's why I say the NFL is it bogus. It is they're, bogus, and he, they're playing the ball, but that's my first point. My it's second it's point standard is, now. Uh, not to cut you off, but I want the audience to hear this. The same way we know it's standard for umpires to miss balls and strikes, you have to apply that same logic to pass interference, roughing the pass. Sometimes they see it, sometimes they don't. And the way that the NFL is set up right now, you can't review it. It is what it is. In real time, these guys don't know. They're going to miss some calls. The same way we watch these umpires miss balls and strikes, even blatant ones. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, but my second point, I said it all week. I said in the Niners, Brock Purdy and MVP competition, he went into the link and they just steamrolled that Eagles. And the Eagles came out flat. Let's be honest. Niners, they're the better team. I'm sorry. The Eagles, and they're, they're deep in the Swiss cheese. And Keith, six days from now, down in Jerry World, they're going to be playing for and controlled NFC East. And I'm not going to speak for you, but I feel confident in this Cowboy team because Eagles, they're C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott, the cold cuts. I'm at the Eagles. They're not playing good football. Jalen Hurts making some mistakes yesterday. And the Eagles, their reality's hitting them. I'm just saying. Yeah, see, as a Dallas fan, as soon as you start to get comfortable, as soon as you start feeling like they have I'm the not- upper hand, that's when they disappoint. You know how they call it Big D? Big D stands for big disappointment. Waiting to happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got it. And just on the – yeah, I understand. But my final point, I think it's going to be a race for these NFC and AFC. And going back to my AFC point, I think the Texans are a sleeper pick, but the AFC is wide open. Chiefs losing. I mean, the Ravens are the number one seed. Kenny Who Pickett do just went control? down. I was Who talking to Colton control? about the Steelers, and, like, I don't know. I, we can't call it right now. Maybe the Jets do have a chance. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, four more weeks left in the season, five. I mean, it is going to be interesting. December for football. Guys. It's riveting. It's going to be fun. You, I know. You got to watch Except all the, of these games and you got to watch how, how they play out. We're not done. Like, we don't, we can't, as I'm saying, we can't just definitively say, oh, it's going to be uh, Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl again. I have people yeah. saying that on my show Friday. I'm like, no, not at all. Yeah, I just want to make my final point here on the Giant game and the Giants. I don't know what we're going to expect next week. I mean, we're still alive, but the Packers, they're coming hot to MetLife. They're fighting for a playoff spot, too. I mean, put some respect on Jordan Love's name. He's outplaying Mahomes. I mean, it is not going to be easy for the Giants team. I don't think we're going to make it, but the Packers aren't going to make it easy for you. And I think they're another wild card team, too. It is going to be a race. I mean, we don't, there are so many spots open this year. And the thing with backup quarterback, you don't know. Who knows? We're going to have to see a lot of backup quarterbacks leading their team to playoff or playing in the playoffs. And, yeah. The cream will rise to the top. Thanks for the call, Matt. There was conversation the last two weeks now on this station. Sorry for hitting the mic. There was conversation on this station about the Giants beating the Packers and the Giants making a playoff push. And then I saw online that the Giants players are on that too. I mean, of course they're on it, right? They're, they went from tanking, tankathon. You know, it's a sleeveless. It, it's a tank. 
to now, oh, the New York Giants, are they, they know it's all right in front of them. Stop it. Just stop it. The Packers, you saw what they did to the Chiefs. You saw what they did to the Lions. And they knew that the Lions beat the Chiefs week one. So after they smacked the Lions and they had extra rest, they said, no, 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 no. We're not losing at home to Patrick Mahomes and those guys. They're not the same Chiefs. And they got a little extra boost off of the Jets being eliminated, which essentially eliminated all talk of Aaron Rodgers coming back. They said, oh, yeah, we're about to go back to the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is going to be at home. Jordan loved to see it. You know, it, it took them a few weeks to shake the Aaron Rodgers talk. It took them a few weeks to shake the Jordan loves, not the guy talk. No, go back, go. The cheeseheads are right where they need to be. Let's see. Let's see. The NFC, the AFC, if you love football, this is the year. They led with the whole, you can't make this up. It's not scripted, blah, 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 blah. They want to protect the quarterbacks. Can't touch them. Can't lay a finger on them. Now all the quarterbacks are hurt, or at least half of them that you you know you want to see. It uh, makes for parity in the league and an interesting dynamic in this expanded playoffs that we've had now for a couple years. Let's see where it goes. Alex in Linden, New Jersey. You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, bro? How are you tonight? I'm great. Thanks for calling. Hey, man. So the call originally was just going to be Niners, uh, Eagles talk leading into Cowboys, Eagles. But you got me laughing about the Giants, man. Like the last take you had about, oh, now we're on board to, to maybe make the playoffs. The Giants are the most ridiculous high, highs and lows team the last 15 years in this town, I swear, with those, you know, those Super Bowl runs with years that they weren't even that good. Right? Yeah, I guess Tyrod's so going to – with Tyrod coming back, they feel like they got a better shot, you know, so Tyrod's going right. to lead them to the promised land. All right. Right. I don't. I mean, hey, you know what? At least it's better than what it was looking a month ago. At least it's – But wait, wait, but wait. But Alex, wait. I thought Tommy DeVito was a potential franchise quarterback, a diamond <laughs> in the rough. Uh, he's the he's the Mike White of the Giants. Yeah, but you, you know, can't bench good... Tommy. You can't bench your future. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Let him keep signing helmets. Let him keep signing helmets in Wayne and Totowa and Ramsey. Let him. He... It's a good story. It's a good story. It was. <laughs> if they go to Tyrod Taylor because they actually <laughs> think they have a shot, and then they still get smacked on Monday Night Football, what say us then? It, it'll be a week. We'll be right back where we are right now. I don't really even have a take on that because I can't even comprehend. But honestly, the Packers are probably going to beat the Giants now pretty handedly after what I saw last yeah, night. Yeah, they found their stride. They, they they found their stride. Good for them. But uh, so, you know, congrats on that Niner win yesterday uh, <laughs> because now next Sunday sets off a monster. I don't expect a prediction right now, but I'm not jinxing this, man. I really think this is Dallas's game to lose. I'm not trying to jinx you. They just. I think Dallas is still underrated, and uh, I think at the end of the day, next week you'll be uh, you'll be smiling, Keith. And I'll uh, call you again later this week. But take care. Thanks, thanks for the call, Alex. But like you guys can't you, you, fool me, <laughs> fool me can't fool me again. I've been doing this Dallas stuff for thirty years. This is exactly what people want, right? Don't I call them America's team to laugh at? You ever heard me say that? When is this game? Oh, this game is Sunday night. It'll be the only game on. Bum, bum, ba, na, na, dun, 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 dun. After a full day of watching football, you shower up, cozy up, get the pajamas on. All right, cut this on the TV in the bedroom and laugh at the Cowboys, who will probably find a way to lose to the Eagles because they're favored right now. They also have extra rest. Am I seeing this right in FanDuel? That has to be wrong. Right now, Dallas minus 
3.5 is plus 100 odds? What? Put $100 on that to win 100? I mean, they're, I don't know. I don't think they're winning by four points because I don't think they're winning. You know, I think this is what I think, honestly, about the Dallas Cowboys. And I know people are going to call because they know I'm a Dallas fan. I want to see them win. They should have won that game in, in Philly. That game crushed me. As far as like, it didn't crush me because I've seen a bunch of losses and it's a regular season loss. But that game crushed my expectations for them because they had it. The Eagles were literally trying to give them the game. And they malfunctioned. They self-destructed. Dak stepping out, taking a sack, throwing. I'm like, the play calling. Mike McCarthy, they all froze in the moment. They're trying to give you the game. It was penalty after penalty. They were dropping like flies. They were getting hurt. They were saying, here, come back. Take this game. What I think is going to happen is they have a little bit of extra time because they played on Thursday night football, right? So they got the rest. The Eagles just went into battle. They battled with the Niners. They got that ass whooped. That's tough. You're going to lick your wounds. You're going to sit there and feel bad for yourself. Or are you going to get up for Cowboys Week? Or are you going to get up for your division? Or are you going to get up to go to Jerry World and not lose back-to-back games? The Eagles have found a way to win a bunch of these close games. That Niners game wasn't a close game. That's not the kind of game they were ready to win. That game was over. The Niners were pumped up before the game. The Niners were ready for the smoke. They were ready to fight them before the game. They were ready to fight the security guards for the Eagles. That was an ass-whooping that they signed up for when Josh Johnson was getting knocked out of the game last year. When Brock Purdy's arm got snapped. The Eagles had this day circled. They'd been the better team. Yeah, they had their little losing streak when Debo got hurt, Trent Williams got hurt, and, and, and Brock Purdy got concussed. But did you hear me on the fan last week say, I think that this is a Niners-Ravens Super Bowl again. This time, it ain't Colin Kaepernick and them losing. The Niners find a way to get their sixth trophy so they can stand up next to the Steelers, so they can stand up next to the Patriots and say, we got six of them things too. We've been pretty competent over the last few years. We've been a winning franchise over the last few years. Yeah, we drafted Trey Lance right after Zach Wilson, but we knew it didn't work, and we got rid of him. We punted on that. Look who we got. Mr. Irrelevant. Almost undrafted. Now they're talking about him as MVP. Brock Purdy. Pretty good, huh? Pretty good, huh? Dwight's in Asbury Park. What's up, Dwight? You're back on the fan. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, hey. Uh, you was talking about um the, um the rules changes with Tom Brady. <laughs> he benefited from those rules changes more than anybody. Yeah, well, as they were changing, he was the main guy lobbying. Hey, he pushed me. Where's the flag? I'm Tom Brady. Yeah, like I keep, I keep, I keep telling people he, he need to play back in the '80s against LT and Reggie. They done showed him what real punishment We got to give the GOAT credit. He did play in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, where it was a way yeah, he different had to face game. Ray, he had to face Ray Lewis. Yeah. But even Ray Lewis would have told him, he, you didn't see nothing until He's, we he saw He said him, in uh, that interview, he said he didn't throw over the middle sometimes because he didn't want Wes Welker getting knocked out of the game by Ray Lewis. He avoided that. But I will say this about Tom. At the end of his career, as he got older up there in age, he knew how to play the game, right? Remember the year Matt Castle stepped in for him? That was when it yeah, started. Remember, that's when they started remember, protecting these quarterbacks in their legs. Yeah, because somebody late was was coming at his legs. They started to protect these quarterbacks then. Oh, Tom Brady, we can't have Tom Brady missing. So, yeah, he benefited. But he spoke to the fact that now defensive players, they can't even play defense. 
because the league is protecting offensive players. It's the offensive players' job to protect themselves, not the rules to protect them. Like, there was a hit in the Jets game where I, I know it was the defenseless or whatever, and it was like DJ Reed went up and hit Drake London in the end zone, and I'm like, yeah, make him pay. Make, and I'm like, oh, wait, you can't do that. You 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 yeah. can't you can't remember, do that. I remember a playoff game against the Texans, and he was um the, the Texans the D line for the Texans they was penetrating, and instead of um him crying, he was going to his O line and scream on them. He ran to the refs like they're supposed to do hit do their job. Yeah, do um the O line's job for them. I'm Tom and Brady. I'm the face of the league. Him. Yeah, I'm the face of the league. Protect me. Don't let these guys touch me. Don't let these guys hit me. I'm not built like that. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Dwight. I mean, Tom Brady's different. You know, Colton is a Steelers fan. We're talking about Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett gets no calls. When Kenny Pickett got knocked out of the game Sunday, terrible loss against Arizona. Blew my parlays for sure. Um, <laughs> that should have been helmet to helmet. No call. There was a helmet to helmet call in the Thursday night football game with the Seahawks and the Cowboys. I believe it was Jake Ferguson took a helmet to helmet. What the hell? Kareem Jackson isn't playing right now. He's in New York meeting with Roger Goodell. His team needs him. They suspended him a bunch of games for helmet to helmet. Make it make sense. Make it be standard. The NFL is bogus. Hashtag NFL bogus. If you really pay attention, it's bogus ball. It's getting close to WWE. That's why I'm done. I'm like, I got to stop betting on it. It's a bunch of nonsense that goes on and swings all these games. But yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady I give credit to because he did play and watch the league shift. From 2003 to 2023, the league is completely different. And like, even like I said, watching a game, I see a guy like Drake London. You're going up high for a ball in traffic. Look out. How are these guys supposed to defend? How are they supposed to impose their will or strike fear into guys? That's the whole game. You're supposed to be afraid to run across the middle. You're supposed to be afraid to take a hit. Now they got a lot of these softies that can play in the NFL because they know they're protected. Some of these guys barely wear pads. Some of these guys, I'm like, where's this guy's thigh pad? Where's this guy's knee pads? Like, where's this? This guy's not even protected. Like, because they don't need to be. I'm not really getting hit out here. If somebody actually sticks me, lays a hit on me, they're going to get ejected from the game. So, I don't know. It is what it is, folks. But I guarantee you, we're going to be watching flag, not before long. It's going to turn into flag football. They already introduced it at the Pro Bowl. Oh, now the Pro Bowl, they they went from, oh, nobody really hits in the Pro Bowl. No, the Pro Bowl was a full-on game. And then, oh, well, don't take it too hard. Don't don't be too too, too tough in the Pro Bowl. And now they're literally playing flag football in the Pro Bowl. I don't care to watch that. These are, these are the best in the world. I want to see them strap it up. Pause. I want to see them play. I want to see, see them play smash-mouth football. There's no smash-mouth football anymore. Because at the highest of levels, they're telling you now that we, we got to watch out for player safety. You don't care about player safety. You added a week to the season. You don't care about all the players' safety. You care about some of the players' safety. Miss me with it. 877-337-6666. Let's break down so we can get right back to it. I only have one more hour left. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, KM to 2 a.m., but I have a 7 p.m. to 12 loading later tonight. Club going up on a Tuesday. You already know how that vibe's going to be, and I'll get to all the hot stove. I'll get to the college football. I'll get to the college basketball, the NBA in-season tournament, all of that, but tonight... We'll, we'll we'll keep the focus on on the Jets, on Monday Night Football, on the NFL narratives with the backup QBs and the bogus officiating. I'm telling you, I've been saying this. Mark my words. Nothing really came into play in that Niners-Eagles game like I thought. I thought it was going to be a closer game. That uh, uh, um, A blown play call could 
Um, swing one way. No, the Eagles got dominated because they're fraudulent. Jalen Carter was crying after the game. Big-ass baby. But in the playoffs this year, especially with these backups, there's going to come a point in time where we see something bogus like we saw when um, the Saints and Drew Brees lost to the Rams and the Rams went on to a Super Bowl. guy just literally leveled the receiver. No flag. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.